This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look at that save. Tell me Knock off on the And Nunez saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Boris Vieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Well, as some people will know, anybody who was listening last night when we were going through the Twitter spaces, Andrew French of the Watford Observer was good enough to call, but we had some telephony issues. Some of us could hear him perfectly, so we had a really good long conversation, but others couldn't. And that was the one that Twitter recorded that we were trying to download, so we didn't have that. So we've, we've got not even the next best, we've got the best thing even more than that. We've got Mr. French on the line the morning after the night before. Mr. French, how are you, sir? Um... If I was a drinker, I'd say I'd still got a hangover, but I'm teetotal, but I've got a football hangover. I'm still fed up. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you called us last night, you just literally just come back out of the, uh, out of the press conference, and, and obviously there's some excellent articles that you've already put up since, which I'm sure people, if they haven't seen it, go to the Watford Observer website and have a look at Andrew's great, great points there. But you really articulated how Slaban was immediately afterwards in his, his kind of reactions, how... How would how would you put across how he was the how he was feeling after that four 0 drubbing at the Liberty? Um, that's the first time I've seen him angry. Um, I've seen him look annoyed. I've seen him look dejected. But last night, yeah, there was proper anger there. Um, I, I've not heard him swear in a press conference before. He uh, slapped the desk a few times. He very carefully picked his words on occasion when he was talking about players not giving their best or looking like they weren't trying. He, he was careful with his words, and he certainly didn't name anybody. But um, I, I think like a lot of us, you know, that, that you get a tipping point, and I think last night was the tipping point. And, and when you consider that, you know, we've had the away trip to Millwall, um, the away trip to Blackpool under Slaven, um, you wouldn't have thought it could have got any worse. But um, lo and behold, just when you think it can't, Watford prove you wrong. And yeah, he, he was he was he was really fed up last night. And um, he wasn't rude. He, he answered the questions, but you could tell he wanted to get back on the bus and get away. But he also apologised to the fans. He said how embarrassed he was. Um, you know, it, he 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 said what I was hoping he would say. You know, what I don't like is managers who come out and try and offer you some platitudes, and um, he's bigger than that. You know, he he said what I think we all saw. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it was it was shocking, and everybody let their manager down and uh, and let the fans down last night. Obviously, you were travelling down there, and you're you're travelling back as we speak. Um, in terms of the fans who went down there, there was very little good to take out of last night's uh, last night's performance. Surely, the only thing, um, and I, I don't mean this flippantly, is that Reading didn't score their second goal earlier. Um, had they scored earlier, it could have been four, more than four, because you know once once we went two 0 down, that was pretty much it, and it was just a case of how many times Reading fancied breaking through. Uh, sorry, Swansea fancied breaking through. Um, that's the only plus point I can take out of it. I really can't think of anything else. You know, to lose to a team that hadn't won in eight games, that hadn't scored the first goal in a match since October the 23rd, they're, they're, you know, there are no plus points. Um, yeah, the only thing I can think is that it wasn't more. Uh, and that's not me being flippant, and that's me being realistic. Absolutely. I mean, obviously on the call last night, a lot of very frustrated uh, fans and supporters calling in, some coming back from the game echoing exactly what you said there. An awful lot of calls for, not 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 for, not for overreaction, but saying look, that this as, looking at the season and the year overall, which statistically has been, well, it's been pretty nightmarish to be quite frank, and obviously the, the way we're finishing it does, doesn't improve moods, but an awful lot of people calling to hear you know, words from, from, from Gino Pozzo um, following, obviously, kind of the, the, the separating of the ways of, of Rob Edwards and things that have gone on and nothing much has been heard from, uh, uh, from, from the owner. Um, any chances of, of you getting, a, getting, a, getting some, uh, some time with, uh, with, with the man? Um, I won't lie. I thought earlier in the season I was getting very close um, and then it's gone completely the other way. And the message that comes back to me now is he doesn't see why he needs to talk to me or talk generally. Um, he's the owner of the club and he doesn't need to. Uh, I think that's staggeringly arrogant and, you know, is a slap in the face, not only to the fans who were there last night, but to the fans who supported the club throughout his tenure and supported it before that and will support it once he's no longer the owner. Um, I understand, you know, you may not want to say much, but there's a, a streak of cowardice when you won't say anything. Um, you know, and he must work out sooner or later that, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you change the manager, um, unless you allow that manager to get on with it and do what he wants to do and support him when he asks for something, then you are going to fail. And while that is happening, he's sitting in the background not saying anything. I, I, I find that really a slap in the face. I find that a slap in the face as a journalist. I find it even more of a slap in the face as a fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
you know, I, I was in the hotel overnight, and this morning at breakfast there was a family of Watford fans um, who had paid good, hard-earned money to have a trip away with their kids to watch Watford, and they were let down by the players. They were let down by the club, and surely any owner who's got any degree of compassion feels should feel that he owes it to those fans and every fan to at least give us an idea of where we're going, what we're doing, why we do the things we do. I think it's, it says a lot about the owner that he doesn't feel that's necessary. Um, you know, credit to the managers that I've worked with, credit to the chairman, credit to the players. They've all spoken. They've all answered some tricky questions, uh, and they've done it um, professionally and in a way that suggests that even though performances may not always mirror that, but they do have a, a sense of feeling for what this club is about. The owner is so detached and so remote that I can only assume he doesn't care. Um, more than happy for him to prove me wrong. Um, if he wants to meet me, I've always said, wherever it is, I'll get there. But it has to be a two-way conversation. I want to ask him questions. I'm not going to sit there and let him talk at me. It would have to be an interview. Um, and perhaps he thinks I'm going to ask questions he doesn't want to answer. But they'd only be the questions that fans would ask. I really only want to reflect what fans would like me to reflect. But at the moment, I, I would feel there is very little chance of that happening. And sadly, we're coming up to the January transfer window, which really is going to define what we do this season. And none of us have any idea at all of what's going to happen. Is the manager going to be supported? Are we going to buy the players he needs? Is he going to have any input? Is Ben Manga going to have any input? Are we going to deal with the same agents we dealt with before? Does the chairman think he knows better than a lot of them? Does the owner think he knows better than a lot of them? No idea, because the owner doesn't speak. And I find that laudable. I asked you, I asked you last night, I don't know if you'll remember it, because <laughs> there's been a lot of water under the bridge since, but kind of what, if you were... Um, if you could have one wish out of out of what the season might be, or one year New Year's resolution for for Gino, what might it be? Do you remember what your answer was? Yeah, I, I, I still think it's the same. I, I'd like him to leave people who know more about football to get on with running the thing. Um, you know, he's not playing Championship Manager in real life. You can't reboot the computer when things are going a bit tipped up. So. I would like him, for once, to realise that he is not the man that should be deciding what players we buy, deciding who leaves, deciding what we need strength in and what we don't. He is a businessman. We have a football head coach who has played and managed at the top level. We've brought in a, a technical director who has found some of the best players across Europe in the last few years. We have coaches and professional footballers who know the game inside out. And yet, here we are wondering whether an Italian businessman knows more than any of them. Well, I don't think he does, because his track record in the last few transfer windows doesn't speak to him having a great idea of what this club needs. And for once, I would like him to use the January transfer window to show everyone that he wants to get this club promoted. Not that he wants to fill the squad with lots of young players that in three or four years' time may or may not realise a profit in the transfer market, because that isn't what we need right now. As Spavin said to me the other day, and I think this sums it up perfectly, what he needs now in the January window 
is players who he can give a shirt to as they walk in the room, they pull it on and go straight out on the pitch and they know what they've got to do. And we don't have enough of those in the dressing room at the moment. Um, and many of the ones we do have are injured. And yet, the two signings we've made so far, who may turn out to be absolutely brilliant purchases, are a 20-year-old Canadian who only turned pro a year ago, and a 19-year-old Brazilian who's moved to continent for the first time in his life. You cannot expect those two players to carry us through January until some of the other players get fit. So my wish, and, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to be pulling turkey wishbones and, you know, crossing my heart and everything else, if the owner wants Watford back in the Premier League next year, then what he must do in January is allow those who know football and know what they're doing to do the business that gives us a squad on February the 1st that can get competitive and get us out. Otherwise, his business model and our club starts to crumble because it doesn't deserve... Sorry, it doesn't deserve... Also, it shouldn't be in the Championship. But that's what we're staring at if he doesn't allow those who are the experts to run the show. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Well, it is, as we speak, it is New Year's Eve, sir. I hope you have a fabulous New Year's evening um, uh, with, with friends and family when you get back from uh, when you get back from Swansea. And without a doubt, for, for me and I think many supporters, I'm going to say thank you so much for everything that you've done through 2022. And we look forward to uh, everything that you're doing in 2023. Because, uh, you put the Watford Observer right back up there. And that is no mean feat, because you know exactly where it was. Well, that's very kind. Um, as I always say to any supporters I encounter, I'm just a fan who's in the privileged position of having a platform to write things and the opportunity to interact with the club. Um, I'm pretty sure other fans, given the same opportunity, would do what I'm doing. And all I hope to do is reflect what fans would do if they were me. And if I'm doing that and it's adding to enjoyment or easing the misery, then that's a win-win for all of us. Easing the misery is probably... That's the, if, if we were to ever to retitle the podcast, it would probably be easing the misery. Brilliant stuff, sir. Look, safe journey home. Have a great New Year's evening. And thank you once again for last night coming on the, uh, uh, on the, on the Twitter spaces because you are fundamentally a fan and you wanted to come and share it with fans, and we really appreciate that. And even more so for giving us some more time this morning so that we can let everybody know uh, kind of your, your thoughts from last night, sir. Happy New Year, and I hope you have a great one. Good, good to you and your, your family. Happy New Year to everybody out there, and um, I'll see you at Norwich. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.